Hey guys. Hey guys. What's, what's up? What's going on? Hey guys, it's Kylie. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the TVNT podcast. We are back. It's another week. Mm-hmm. How is everybody doing? Three what's weeks going strong. On? We've been doing really well. We have. We're in a groove. And shit's popping. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the show. Welcome to a new week. Um, welcome if you're. this is the first time you're joining us. We're fam now. <laughs> if this is the first time you're joining us, watch us on YouTube. It's cuter. It's more fun. It totally is. I love yeah. a podcast on video. Mm-hmm. Um, and follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. On the Tiki Talkie. Um, so yeah, it's been fun. But let's get into our quotes of the week. Let's gauge the temperature. Mm -hmm. What's going on with you, Selena? Yes. So my quote comes from Downton Abbey. Mm, Of course, it's the grandmama. And she says, oh, all this endless thinking. It's very overrated. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Right? That kind of falls totally in line with my quote. But go ahead. Tell us. Just like so many things going on (laughs) from the beginning of the year. Like, I feel like it's a turbulent time. And it's just like, is all of this really necessary? I miss the days where like, I would get out of bed, eat a snack, watch TV, and like go back to bed in quarantine. Oh, you're missing the days of quarantine? Yeah, we just didn't think about anything, and I was just so like calm and relaxed. Mm, I don't feel like, I think if we went back to when we started this podcast and we were in quarantine, we were turbulent. It was because we didn't know what was going to happen, but exactly. now, but now I feel like I would appreciate it. Of course, in retrospect, but that's life. Like, everything yeah. is awful at the time. And then when you look back on it, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And I wish I could go back there. Mm-hmm. That is that is the theme of life. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I feel. It's just, like, so many things to think about. And it's just, like, I don't want to think anymore. It's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Well, my quote comes from a room... For- from Ramona Singer on The Real Housewives of New York, and she says, take a Xanax, calm down. (laughs) I love that. And this week, I just thought myself into a tizzy. From Sunday, I was crying nonstop. Mm, Like Crying? I I have been crying. I cried every single day this week. What? Like, (laughs) real tears. (laughs) Adriana? full Pisces meltdown emotion. Like, it's Pisces season and it, like, was like, hi And <laughs> I just... I couldn't. I couldn't deal. I was oh, just no. so overwhelmed with emotion. I... I don't know. I got, like, an, uh, a proposal of sorts and it just threw me because I wasn't expecting it. And it's not really in line with where I want to go, even though it's a great opportunity Mm -hmm. and dealing, thinking about it. I was just overwhelmed. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what to do. And it made me just sad. And I was sad because of other things. I like am missing our grandparents. And I just was overcome with emotion. (laughs) I think you need a reset. (laughs) I kind of think so too, but I just like don't know how to do that right now because Mm. I really 
I want to go visit grandma and grandpa. It's just really not a good time. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel like that could be a reset. And it's like, but I can't do that right now. Well, maybe it's just like something else. Maybe it's like a day in bed of doing nothing. Um, I don't think that's it. Or maybe it's just like a day to yourself. I think I like take myself to the beach like this weekend, like maybe Sunday. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I need like a, a just a wash away my <laughs> just Pisces things. I'm here, like girl, take a nap, have a drink. No, and see, I don't think that would help. Okay, you know, I think yeah. it's like a little bit deeper than that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm in a. I'm a. You're in a rut. I'm not even in a rut. I'm just in a <laughs> disoriented Mr. Krabs. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just in an emotional minefield right now. Mm, okay, well it'll pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the show. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's not bog every the mood down. Yeah, let us know because who overall, you agree with. As I well. am still a happy person. Like it's turbulent, but. You know, we keep mm-hmm. it pushing over here. I would love to make a compilation of our quilts week to week to show like how turbulent things are. No, That's a new TikTok. Week to week, we're like up, down, up, <laughs> down, up, down. And you, people probably think we're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. Just mutual sign things. Yeah, literally. Um, But let's get into the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to dive into Married at First Sight. Just kind of catch up. I think it's we're at the halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. And it's that's turbulent. So turbulent. This season is so bad. It's all over the place. I said to Cece as we were watching, um... They need to, Married at First Sight needs to go on hiatus mm-hmm. for a year. Yeah. I think they need to bring in some new experts. Although I do love the experts. I do love Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal and Dr. Viviana. I do think they are, it's just too much for them right now. I think they provide great counseling, but yes. not great matchmaking. Right. I think... You know, it. we could use some, like, Patty, millionaire matchmaker, Patty Singer mm, yes. energy, like a fresh, young, today's world mm-hmm. approach to things. Yeah. Because um, these matches are just not hitting. Like, I just think they're cranking out too many seasons. It's too much. The, the pools are too small. And they're really trying. And there's too many couples. I don't think they're really getting to the heart of who some of these people are yeah. when they're matching before they're matching them because completely agreed because some of these couples are just a hot mess and i said we said that from the beginning like they should not have been matched right so at this point chris and Alyssa, Alyssa are getting divorced finally because uh, she did not like him <laughs> from the first day literally after the wedding she was like I'm not comfortable being around you. I feel really uncomfortable. Like, she just was not in it. Yeah. And it was just clear that she wasn't attracted to him. And she just didn't like what she heard or like what she saw. And she was just like, I'm not in it. I'm not feeling it. What got me really mad about her, though, was that she kept trying to play the victim and make it seem like she wasn't a bad person. Which it's like, if you have to go out of your way to make that known, it's because you know that you're, you're not a bad the best. person. Yeah. 
Like, if you have to say, I'm a good person, I'm a fucking good person, I know right? it. It's like, baby, no, let your actions speak. Right. The fact that she kept saying that over and over and over again, I was like, girl, yeah. you don't even believe it at this point because you're, like, trying to convince yourself. Yeah, as if they were going to give her a bad edit on the show. Like, no, you are saying these things. Right. You have treated this man terribly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad. Yeah, and she didn't want to have conversations on camera. Why? Because you know that you're going to say some shit that's going to make you look bad. Right. And she kept, like, uh, dancing around everything. It seemed like she still wanted to be on the show, even though she didn't want to be married to him. Right. So it's like, girl, of course you're not here for the right reasons. Exactly. And that was her biggest thing. I'm here for the right reasons. Like, maybe you started with the right intentions, but at this point, you were on the show for no reason. And the fact that she felt so... um entitled to like be in the experience Mm -hmm. and to try to like manipulate the situation to her benefit yeah i was just like so not feeling her yeah at all and uh, their whole situation really annoyed me because i feel like i watch these shows because i want to see real relationships real couples like right and uh, like seeing half of an episode with this fake couple shit that they don't want to be together I don't want to see that. Even though it's like drama and it's supposed to be good for TV, like, no, I can yeah. do without it. I agree. I think it it damages, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth for the show over your, overall mm-hmm. because you're watching these people's lives be essentially ruined in a sense. And that's just like not what we're here for. Like, I yeah. like to see the, pe- the people be happy and find great matches and yes. really come together and have like great relationships. Like, even with some rockiness, like I like to see the couples that are are successful at this. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate when someone goes in there with so many hangups the way that Alyssa did and didn't even give him a chance. Like, she mm-hmm. never got to know him. She just put her walls up and completely shut down. And that wasn't fair to him. That wasn't fair to us. It yeah. wasn't fair to the producers. The producers were still over her shit. Like, yeah. in Puerto Rico, they were just like, we're done here. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even want to talk to the man. She was like, I hate him. I don't want to be around him. Don't let yeah. him talk to him. And then when she got back and was t- sitting with her family, like, they they could tell that she was feeding them bullshit and putting a spin on it Mm because they were like, well, you, we know that you can be like unnecessarily harsh. And the way that she was spinning it, it was just like, girl, you're not, you, you are the problem. You are the drama. Right. Yeah, I just, uh, I can't. I don't know if they didn't vet her well enough or if she just flipped on them. Right. But I don't like to see it. (laughs) Me either. Um, Very weird. And she had such, just, anyways. Mm -hmm. Another instance of there should be less couples. Yeah. Like, we really could have done without them. Mm -hmm. For both of their sakes. Yeah. And I felt really bad for Chris. Like, he really tried. And he was, he tried to be respectful, Mm -hmm. tried to give her space and and be patient. And she just wasn't having it. Yeah. So. He's, he's a really nice guy. And I feel bad that he had to go through that. Same. Um, Elijah Wan and Katina. Now, people (laughs) were mad at him saying that he was the problem. But unpopular opinion i don't think he is being unreasonable so their issue is that 
and he has brought it up many times you're not cooking you're not cleaning mm-hmm. and, and he said from the beginning my idea of a wife is somebody who cleans the house and has a home-cooked meal for me ready every day when i get home yes and he has gone on to say that it's not so much even about the cooking and the cleaning but about the responsibility and just the action that you take in your life to put things together self-discipline basically yeah which he is not able to articulate but we have parsed yeah (laughs) yeah we've psychoanalyzed him and uh, realized okay this guy has his shit together he has a good job he bought his own house paid off his student loans paid off his student loans very disciplined in the gym like he's that type of regimented person and his wife not that there's anything wrong with her but she's just not doing what he in his mind would be doing for himself right and he has taken issue with that and sees he thinks that like inaction in one area of her life means inaction in all areas of his life Mm -hmm. of her life so he's picking apart the things that he can exactly when he really wants to say i want you to be more like on your grind about these other areas of your Mm -hmm. life but like how do you tell somebody that exactly you don't Mm -hmm. and although at first glance it seems misogynistic like oh i want a 1950s housewife that cooks and cleans like no at the end of the day you want someone that's clean and if that is his one thing oh i want you to clean the house and i want you to like handle the meals like is that really too much to ask and if that is your man don't you want to do that for him you would think so um but i think it also not everybody wants to cook not every woman wants to cook not every woman wants to be the type of wife that's like in the kitchen and like mopping the floors every day like i think you have to find someone and you said this to me you have to find someone that works for you like you whatever it is that you want to do you need to find somebody Mm -hmm. that is okay with how you do things um I think they'll be able to work past it, but I my problem is the fact that he is such an asshole when they're having these conversations. I don't think he's a jerk about it. Is okay. I don't think it's respectful. I think it's really mean and mean spirited and just I don't I just don't think you call somebody lazy and yeah. and um not worthy of being his wife of course not like i was just like whoa like that's a very strong statement to say but Um, he doesn't have any other way to say it right and it that comes off as misogynistic Mm -hmm. and i think um just the way he goes about it is very just it's not it's not right so Mm -hmm. he definitely absolutely needs to reel it all the way back Mm -hmm. um but i feel like she kind of knows what he's talking about because she didn't get mad at him like oh i am doing these things for you she kind of cried and said i'm actually insecure about this i was scared that the person i was gonna get with wouldn't think that i was enough and i do feel like i'm not bringing what i need to yeah so it's something that they i think can work through but i do think like he can be a real asshole, and that's mm-hmm. never a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's also interesting that he hasn't, that they haven't had sex yet. 
I also find it interesting. But then you told me that he's never dated a black woman. And I was like, red flag. Right. Uh, that was a huge red flag for me. Because they did not play that clip of him saying that when they when he met with her family mm-hmm. in the initial episode. It was just a flashback. Because her friend came over and they were talking about it. And... um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we said this when we talked about Love is Blind. I don't understand men of color um, that don't date within their race. I You can have all the preferences you want, but if you're not attracted to someone of your own race, I ethnicity, culture, whatever, I, I'm looking at you very sideways. Yeah, it's giving red flag, but he seems attracted to her. So yes. I, I don't know. She also said that they worked past it and, and kind of had conversations about it on the honeymoon. And she does she doesn't think that that's a problem because apparently he's mixed like he's half, mm-hmm. half Irish or whatever. Yeah. I and think her, his mom is white. Yeah. His and her friend was like, no, but that's a black man. <laughs> like, yeah. He is black in this world, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but I just think that's also a red flag. I wonder if there is like some sort of him internally that feels like he can't get into her sexually because she's black and he doesn't realize that yet. I hope that that's not the case. I Once I heard that, I was like, interesting. Yeah, I'm confused as to why they haven't had sex. Because he just, he keeps saying that he wants to make sure that, that they have a solid foundation, that they've really gotten to know each other and they're on solid ground. So it's a for life type of thing. And he doesn't want to like go back to his ways of being like that. But par- is it really that I serious? I don't know. Is it really that serious? I feel like if you're <laughs> trying to do all of that, you don't like them. Right. Right? That's, in my mind, what I think. Like, whenever people have these conversations about sex, like, oh, I need the mental, emotional... (laughs) I'm just like, what do you mean? And, like, uh, not in the sense of, like, uh, I've never experienced that, but, like, uh, I feel like, at the end of the day, it's not that serious. I kind of agree. Right? I'm just like, just fucking get it over with. Like... It, it is not that deep. It's not. <laughs> you're you're married. You're going to be in a relationship. This is one part of your relationship that you need to see if it works. Right. Emotional uh, connection. Ke. Like what? <laughs> I kind of agree with that. Um, and in the beginning of the relationship, it should not be that hard and forced. Yeah. What's really throwing me off this season is how quickly these relationships have started to like deteriorate <laughs> yeah. over seemingly nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like this is like very easy what i think should be very easy things to get over and sometimes yeah. i just feel like when you're in a relationship and you're like nitpicking about stuff it's like one thing to like reset is like go on vacation and just like fuck it out yeah it's like one of the two it's like you need to reset by like taking yourself out of the physical location that you guys are stuck in mm-hmm. or you need to like take yourself out of mentally fighting and just like yeah fuck it out like mm-hmm. just get over it in bed and like if you've built up that relationship and connection and and intimacy properly in all other areas you should be able to reset it 
in the bedroom i think yeah no i feel like that <laughs> like uh, sex is the glue that keeps a relationship together when things are kind yes, of rough completely like agree. it just softens you it makes you a kind of more lenient towards your partner understanding like just more caring towards them in those uh, situations and i feel like in real life the natural progression of a relationship like the sex part just flows and the fact that these relationships are not flowing in that way and they're saying i'm waiting for the emotional connection it just it's weird and it seems out of place yeah because usually like like how much of an emotional connection do you really need to have sex not even that like how long are you really waiting when you're first meeting someone to have Mm -hmm. sex like maybe you're not fucking them on the first date but you're I would say within a month or two, you're yeah. getting into it. So if, if you like them. Right. <laughs> if you don't like them, you're like, I'm going to put this off as long as I can because I'm enjoying these dinners, you know? Yeah. Like, I just don't, when you're, when you've accelerated the process and a week is like a month, like you guys should be there, mm-hmm. shouldn't you? I would think so. They're living three together. Weeks, they're living together three weeks in at this point. They've gone on vacation. If things were flowing, they would have done it. And the fact that they're making all these excuses, I feel like you don't fucking like each other. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't remember their names. Lindsay and... Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark. How could you forget <laughs> Mr. Mark? Mr. Mark. Um... Wow, Lindsay, girl, have I got some things to say to you. I need to skip to the reunion immediately. Immediately. Fuck all this other shit. Give me decision day and the reunion right now. Like, the bowling. They went bowling as a group all Mm -hmm. together. Lindsay... Got a little loosey goosey. She started to pop off with Katina again. <laughs> Why mean, won't she leave that girl alone? I don't know. <laughs> That's what Mark feels like. Why don't you leave that woman alone? She yeah. don't like you. She don't fuck with you. Stop trying to talk to her. Stop yeah. trying to get into it with her. Yeah. So Mark gets mad at her for trying to fight with Katina. Yeah. Understandably so, because it's like, at this point, I can't take you anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And he has expressed to her that it makes him uncomfortable in these group situations when she pops off like that. It would make anybody uncomfortable. I don't want to, like, be with somebody that you constantly feel like something's going to happen. Yeah, or you feel like the group doesn't like. You don't want to be the person with the problem girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, of course not <laughs> that's never good like sorry guys you know how she gets like nobody wants to be nobody like that about wants. their wife yeah <laughs> so i mean i will admit though they both did some wrong things you know he gave her an ultimatum he said if you keep doing that this isn't gonna work and whenever you back people into a corner like that it doesn't end well yeah but then she gets hella disrespectful she's like yeah go back to your mom's and he's like well have another drink drunky <laughs> you know like, and like yikes and then she goes into the bathroom with the producers and pops all the way off talks talking about the money he makes how much of a little bitch he is how his balls are small how he's bad in bed how he she hasn't orgasmed once 
You don't like that man. Just plain and simple. There's no way you could be getting to know someone, dating them, married to them, anything, having sex with them, anything, and say things like that and like that man. You have zero respect for him. None. Plain, zero. Plain and simple. I don't care if you're drunk. I don't care if you're high. I don't care if you're angry. There's just certain things once you say you can't take back. And we know now, like, they've kind of gotten past it and, like, Because he a- doesn't know that she said that. Exactly. But now I'm wondering, like, how does he feel watching this now if they've made it past decision day? Like, if they have chosen to stay together at the end of decision day and then I watch that, I would be like, what? Like, that's how you really feel? Yeah. Um, we would have to break up. So rude, so nasty, so disrespectful. So disrespectful. Like, I cannot. I don't like people that when they fight or they drink or they argue, they just say any old thing. Like, once you say it, you can't take it back. But also, like, if she's saying that, that's how she feels. Like, what do you mean? Why? Right. I don't understand why she's even with him. I'd be like, if I was in Marshalls, I'd be like, why are you still with me if I don't make you come? <laughs> I think it's so weird when girls go to that when they're fighting. Like, you know, I was thinking about that too. <laughs> why is the, why do you go there? Like, if you were, if you, if you're happy with every other part of the relationship and you're not being sexually satisfied, and then once you're fighting, it's a problem. It's a problem. Like, like girl, every get other gone. time, <laughs> like that man is not satisfying you, and that's a problem. You need to stop pretending like that's not a problem when you're quote unquote happy. Mm-hmm elsewhere yeah like like, please i don't understand the um i don't understand women that stay in relationships where they're not sexually satisfied and then they throw it in the the man's face face later but also i feel like it's just as much your responsibility as their responsibility for you to be satisfied yes there needs to be open communication lots of conversation yeah tutorial like yeah like that man what you like yeah like that's your fault if you're not coming after x amount of times right this relationship is very new so i can understand that there might be uh, a level of like we need, still need to learn each other but at some point it's, like it's been three weeks and they've been hooking up since day two right off like, and on she needed to tell him something yeah they need to sit down and like have a conversation like I don't have you seen Shan Boudrum's last episode of her f- podcast? No. Okay, she had these two guys on from another podcast, Tahoe and somebody else. I can't remember. Oh, I think I know name. who they are. Um, and they were talking about um, just the responsibility that men play in in their relationships in when it comes to sexuality and sex and female pleasure. And they, so many men like shut down when they're not when they're unable to meet the sexual needs of their partner and um how they can't let their ego get in the way of 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 getting to a place where the woman is being fully satisfied mm-hmm. um really good episode of a podcast um i didn't finish the whole thing but it's very good but this it's 
really this subject right now. It's like you, he's not really even taking the time to explore what she needs out of sex in the bedroom. And he's just trying to be like, well, I we're fighting. So I'm not feeling emotionally connected to you and then withdrawing and then initiating things. And it's like a lot of hot and cold. Yeah, this is another it should not be that hard their fighting is like really intense though yeah and (laughs) she was saying oh he doesn't have his life together go back to your roach infested apartment because his apartment is having a bed bug outbreak yeah which like i don't think it's that serious i mean get out of your lease right like if you're having that kind of issue and well his landlord also started to like evict him on the honeymoon that's also another Good. thing. So it's like, yeah, he can absolutely go and move on. Like, he doesn't have to live in that place. <laughs> and it didn't have anything. Did you see that? Yeah, because everything had been taken out with when, I guess, they, like, fumigated or whatever. I don't know. I just... You know, because he was saying, like, oh, this is where my couch was. This is where my bed was. All oh, that kind okay. of stuff. So I don't know. I just feel like that's hella. She's just hella disrespectful. She's really mean. And she does not respect him. And uh, I mean, it's coming out in the arguments, but I don't think they need to be together at all. Yeah. I just don't think there are. I think they had a lot of potential. um, But the way she fights. She's crazy. (laughs) She's wild. She's wild. Mm -hmm. She's so mean so mean oh no i don't understand how she could think and say those things and still be with him genuinely right me either um steve annoy the man does not want to work doesn't want to work at all they got into a fight. They got into a fight over some noodles. That was bullshit. And Noi is a little immature. Yes. But at the end of the day, he doesn't want to work. Steve doesn't want to work. And his excuse in the session with the therapist was Do you see how clean the house is? Do you see the nice dinners we've been having? You're not gonna have that anymore if, if I-, I get a job. <laughs> like sir i can't believe he fixed his mouth and said that like <laughs> what I... do you mean what do you mean if i get a job i thought you were gonna get a job that's what you told everybody right he was on a break during covid he he quit his job he was traveling around he was exploring and he was finding himself and now that that is done he has chosen to get married and now it's coming out. Now he doesn't want to go back to work ever, ever at all, ever. And here's my thing: <laughs> if he would have said, "I need some more time. I want to change career paths," that would be something else. He has not said that. He has said, "I don't want to work." Right. Ever. He, and he, then the therapist had the nerve, the gall. Noi, would you be okay with Steve maybe being a stay-at-home husband or a stay-at-home dad? Bitch, no! <laughs> That's not what I signed up for. W- not what I signed up for. <laughs> I cannot believe this man. Like, how dare he? How dare he go and pick up a wife and not want to work? <laughs> no job. not even a part-time job you guys he's living off his savings and he's like you know what was the other thing he said oh when she was like that's gonna affect us financially and he was like it's not it's not affecting us yet 
And she's like, yet. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't get what you're not getting here. I just think it's so unattractive if a man doesn't want to work. I'm sorry. I can't even pretend like I'm with it. I'm not. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. I just would love to know what he would be doing if he wasn't married to her. Like, living off the land. Like, what? If yeah. you want to do that, go do that. But don't get with somebody who wants, like, a traditional, stable life and just not have any ambition. It's so unattractive. Yeah. He has no ambition. She wants the white picket fence and the kids. He keeps saying he wants the white picket fence and the kids, but like how? How? How if you? How are you going to support it? Yeah. If how are you going to fund it, sir? Yeah. Or at least like have like them- is she supposed to do everything? Like if she's supposed to work to support the family and have the children, because as far as I know, men don't breastfeed. I just would love to know what he thinks. Or he's push con- out babies. What he thinks he's contributing to this situation, right? Some funky little noodles. I'm just. <laughs> I can't. I was. I am so done with him. Like we were rooting for them too, and I, I actually think they are the they are the couple with the most legs to stand on and the most potential. Mm-hmm. Like I do think in every other way they're they're good together. But if he doesn't want to work, he is not husband ready. Like, he's not a husband. Yeah. What would he be doing if he wasn't in this relationship? What would have happened once he drained out his savings? What was he gonna do? It was so (laughs) cringy to me, the the scene where she was, like, catching up on emails and, like, having calls, and he was, like, making her breakfast. And was like, how's your day going? Like, sir, you don't have anything to do. You... (laughs) don't do anything like she he was just like putting around the house (laughs) and she was like on her computer like working i'm so confused like huh not even a part-time job like not anything (laughs) he works in sales he can work from home i don't understand like in this okay in the post-covid world like it has accelerated working from home working remotely in so many ways across so many industries there is a literally there's so many options for people Mm -hmm. these days you could even if you wanted to like start a company start selling something become like a start an e-commerce brand like i don't know there's just so many things that he could do but he's doing nothing he's not one thing he's not doing anything ken has no desire to (laughs) that's a problem for me i remember we said in the beginning oh he said he's gonna get a job he like is a very employable person and now it's just like oh lies all lies (laughs) (laughs) she he swindled her yeah he swindled her he and he he's looking at her like why why what don't you understand and I think she's being really nice about it. Yeah. She needs to get mean. That's my yeah. advice. Buck, like, go off, sis. Go off. Because yeah. unacceptable. Yeah, I do not care what that man does, but he needs a job. <laughs> I don't care 
what he does truly. Like, he can go work for Amazon for $15 an hour, but he needs a paycheck every two weeks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you need to do, be doing something. Something. Just show me that you're willing to do something. And also, it's not like she makes all this money that he can be a stay-at-home husband. I wonder if he's hoping that he gets a lot of followers and can do the influencer thing from the show. Perhaps. But I told you that I feel like he was one of those van life people on TikTok. I feel like he might already have some followers. Mm. I never followed up and researched that, but he, he just looks so familiar. But if that is the case, that's a viable stream of living. Like, that's a real career. Like, just say that. But then they're going to say, oh, you were in here for the right reasons. No, but if the relationship is working and he has a plan for after this to really do the whole influencer bit, that's a that's a real thing. Like he can they can he could start a podcast off of this. Mm -hmm. Like there's ways to work being on TV and finding a, a wife and it all working out in a legitimate way. Well, he needs to tell her on the side then. <laughs> like, babe, I got us. Don't worry. I but have he, a plan. But he doesn't have a plan. And she that's what she's saying is a problem. And it's a problem for me, too. Yeah, really. I think he needs a job. <laughs> Any job <laughs> at this point. He needs a job. Um, and then the last couple, um, Jamina. Is that her name? Jasmina. Jasmina and Mike. Um she's mean exactly what i thought like i when we first started watching this i was like there's something about her that i can't quite put my finger on she's mean as hell <laughs> so rude yeah they can't have a civil conversation because she won't let him like yeah i she's very combative and very combative i hate those people that argue and talk in circles like they yes. argue to argue they don't even really argue to be right. They just argue to argue. It's like, what are we even talking about? Like, we have moved away from the core of this issue. Right. And that's the problem. They're in a circle of, like, toxicity mm -hmm. and just... At this point, she doesn't like him. She hates him. He <laughs> says, you know, maybe it would be better for communication if we write down the things we wanted to say so we don't cut each other off. I don't want to do that. That's so ridiculous. I can't even deal with you, Michael. Walks out the room. Right. What? She's like, you do the journaling and I will talk through my feelings. And it's like, no. It's like, if we're going to do the journaling, we're both doing the journaling. Yeah. Like, we're either doing this together or we're not doing it at mm -hmm. all. And he was like, we keep cutting each other off. And she was like, you cut me off, Michael. And that's why I cut you off. And it's like, but how do I even respond to that? We're not being productive at this point. Right. And they had like a... They're, I don't know if you saw this. They had a picnic and he was just trying to ask her like how he can better his ways of communicating with her. And she turned it into an issue. Like she immediately just was like, you should be able to communicate with me like an adult. And he's like, I just want to be able to communicate without it elevating to a place where we're arguing. And she's like, well, you should be able to do that. And he's like, how though? Like, how can I better communicate with you? So I'm not getting frustrated and you're not getting frustrated. And she could not answer the question. She... I feel like she's looking for something, but she can't articulate what it is. So she just gets frustrated and like takes it out on him. Yeah, I can't with her. She's mean. I think she's immature. I think she doesn't know how to be in a relationship. But most of all, I think she doesn't like him.
Yeah, I don't think she likes him either. And this is just really unfortunate to watch because I feel like he's trying and he's really trying to be like patient and Mm -hmm. like calm down from the place that he might have been at in other situations. And she just like will not. She's just super hella disrespectful at this point. Like the way she rolls her eyes, her body eye rolling, just the tone. It's just not. mm. Yeah. I it makes me wonder if she's just being like this with him or if this is her character. Something is telling me that it is her character. And if that is the case, she's not going to be happy. She's never going to be happy in a relationship. Yeah, I kind of feel like that too. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if this is it for her. Um, I don't know if she can even articulate what she's she wants from him to change or anything. But, you know, it's like once you don't like somebody it doesn't matter what they do or what mm-hmm. they don't do yeah it's just over mm-hmm. um so yeah that's where we're at we're like halfway through it's like way too many episodes i think the show is like it needs to be 14 episodes total yeah. and right now we're at episode 10 and i think there's like nine more episodes in total for the season yeah this is too long and every episode is two hours two hours too much content married at first sight you've you've we've we've lost it we've we've gone off the train tracks we need to reel it in there needs to be less seasons there needs to be less couples there needs to be less hours of television every week sorry lifetime like your cash cow is, is 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 it's going off the rails yeah I, I completely agree. This season is a train wreck. I have not enjoyed watching it. <laughs> I really wonder who, right now, if I... I, I don't, don't like any of the couples. I don't. And I don't know if any of them are going to stay together. Like, if they stay together, it's really by happenstance mm-hmm. at this point to me. Yeah. Where are all of the cute, nice couples? I feel like we haven't had a cute couple in a few seasons. Yeah, like the girl that had the dogs that she would rescue and the little boy. and the guy. They were so cute to me. I feel like they were kind of like the last cute couple. No, do you remember the nurse that had a twin and then the other white guy? Oh, yes. They were cute. They were cute too. And so was, um, ooh, that... uh, that black couple that the guy had that four bedroom house. Oh my god, yes. Remember him? Yes, I remember they him. They had a baby. They did? I think they had a baby the other day. Which black couple? Hold on, I'm confused. Yes, short. He was like dark skin and Oh, and then she I remember them now. They had a kid. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so sweet. Like I feel like those kinds of couples, like just cute, normal, nice people that are like looking for someone. These people are just too I don't know. It's too much. Yeah. Where's the Jamie and Doug? <laughs> no, they were <laughs> No, Jamie and Doug were so good. I'm talking about season one, Jamie and Doug. Oh, season one, Jamie and Doug. Oh, you know who I'm thinking about? Jamie and the redhead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What, what was, was her, her name? name? <laughs> um, I don't remember her name. I don't but remember I'm thinking her name. about Jamie and the redhead. Was when... her name Christina? No. Um... Oh, I don't remember her name. Vanilla sex. <laughs> Caucasian sex. Caucasian sex. They were... <laughs> they were a mess. A mess. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were a mess. Oh, my gosh. Caucasian sex. I... We need to, like, talk about that. What does that mean? 
<laughs> I think she meant missionary. <laughs> Why is that Caucasian? I don't know. And what made her think Caucasian is the word to describe this? I think she meant vanilla. <laughs> I really think she meant vanilla. And it just came out as Caucasian. <laughs> That was so good. Oh, my gosh. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, Google married at first sight Caucasian sex. And, oh, my God. And look for the clip of this crazy redhead <laughs> and her husband, a bald guy. Jamie. Just, his Jamie. Name, his name was Jamie. I don't remember her name. Just going at it about their sex life. <laughs> and she goes, all he wants is basic Caucasian sex. And everyone was just like Caucasian. Like what? What Very. about what about the sex is Caucasian, man? Please elaborate. Yeah, I just think she wanted it to be like spicier and I'm just confused. And she took Caucasian to mean boring. She was like, it's vanilla. Like, it's- baby, you are Caucasian. <laughs> That's the worst part. What are you talking about? Right. Who have you been with? <laughs> you know who was another really cute couple? The couple from Chicago that um, her family owned the pizza parlors. And remember, her husband was like a little chubby guy. Chicago. The pizza? <laughs> yeah, she, her, her, she worked for the family business and they owned pizza parlors. Was she blonde? Mm, like dirty blonde. I think like I remember ba- her. Like type thing. But they were both kind of like, I don't want to say chubby, but like she was like thick. He was kind of chubby, short. I'm not remembering him, but I feel like I'm like coming. I'm like remembering a blonde girl that had and she and, and her, her sister had for her kids. dad. Her sister had kids, and she just wanted to have. She was just like they I'm, had a kid. They too. had two. They have two kids. I know now. who you're talking about. Yeah, they were super cute. I they loved were. their season. Mm-hmm. That was a good season too. Um, so obviously we're huge fans of the show and we know everybody, um, but continue to watch and we will update you at the end of the season again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a train wreck r- right now. So ridiculous. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> they need a new city. They need like to. They change the city every season. It's I not- know, but I feel like they're so like South East Coast, like they need to go west coast like i'm thinking like colorado a midwest vibe Mm, that would be interesting right would love that Mm. colorado arizona vegas arizona no vegas they're not gonna find anybody no 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 (laughs) no why no las vegas people live in vegas and people also live in Miami and New York and L.A. And there's a reason why it's so hard to date. True. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> All right, guys. It is time for tea. Tea time. Pinkies up. We really glass. need to start drinking tea again on the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I haven't been drinking tea lately, though. In general? In general, no. What? I've been drinking coffee in the morning when I get to work, and I really don't drink that much tea. I'm a convert. I'm <laughs> shook. We are a tea family. I know. 
what yeah i just feel like i need a new tea like the tea that we were drinking before wasn't doing it for me and i need to find new teas that i like i can say i feel like that about mint tea lately um both of the mint teas that we usually drink are just like not hitting for me anymore the teas are not hitting i do prefer like the fresh mint from like the bush yeah bush that, mint. <laughs> oh that tea is amazing yeah. i'll i'll drink that any day all day um since i started drinking the bush mint every day i like cannot go back to the bag one it's like not as good yeah <laughs> We drink Jamaican tea. Like, all of our teas in our house are Jamaican. So it's Jamaican mint. And we also drink, like, a special blend of Lipton that's not Mm -hmm. sold in the U.S. So it's, like, we're very specific. Yeah, but the other day, I mean, mind you, I don't drink sugar in my tea. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I don't like tea as much. Probably. Yeah, anymore. But, I mean, before I stopped drinking the tea, I had Lipton one morning without anything per usual. And it just, like, it made me so... Like, grossed out and nauseous. (laughs) I can't drink Lipton on an empty stomach. Is that what it is? I can't. It makes me physically ill. Okay, I I was ill. I have to have food in my stomach before I drink Lipton. Like, that's why I have to drink mint tea in the morning. Because Mm. it makes me, like, want to throw up. Yeah, I was nauseous. (laughs) Yeah, I can't eat it. I can't drink it on an empty stomach. Like, that cannot be my first cup of tea. Good to know. Yeah. Okay, it's not just me. Great. No. But I can't drink any black tea on an empty stomach. Like, English mm. breakfast, Earl Grey, nothing. Like, I, I ha- it has to be mint tea in the morning. Like, on an empty stomach, it has to be mint. Even mm. if it's, like, American mint, it has to be mint. Okay. Which I don't like. I don't like peppermint tea. Like, why is that a thing? It tastes like gum. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll start experimenting with tea again. But anyways, <laughs> for the other tea let's get into it (laughs) um my first story is that we finally heard from scott disick since courtney kardashian his ex has gotten engaged and it is a lingerie picture of holly scarphone she was apparently on too hot to handle and he posted a a picture of her in lingerie on a romantic getaway in Paris. And this is his response since Courtney's engagement. Okay. But. Bless you. Thank you. Um, a People magazine article came out this week, which said that apparently Scott knew about the engagement before it happened. But when it happened, he was sick and he didn't take it well. Insider source. I mean... To be expected. That makes sense. Yeah, I Um, I would love to know if he's sober. I feel like this is something that you, like, relapse for. I mean, he's been dating 15-year-olds since they broke up, so it's like, what what are you mad about? Still. (laughs) Men. (laughs) Before, he had another girlfriend, and now it's just, like, a new bitch in Paris. And mind you, he hasn't posted in months. He stopped posting when the photos came out of Courtney's engagement, and this is his first post. Yeah. So this is, yeah. I mean, clearly he's not well, and I (laughs) wish him well, because he is my favorite Kardashian. I love him. I wish him all the best. um, I just think it's unfortunate. I I think that's the story of a lot of men. They have a good girl, and they have these families, and they just don't know what to do with them. And then they cry wolf, and... They say that nobody loves them and nobody cares and nobody's there for them Mm -hmm. after they've done 
cheated and abused you and lied to you and just done the most. It's like, I love you, baby. It's like, it doesn't matter because your actions are so egregious mm-hmm. that it's like you you cannot possibly have any ounce of love for me and treat me this way. So yeah. I just feel like, Courtney, live your best, happy, rock star wife life. Yeah, I'm and so happy for Courtney. Scott, you know... You're going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. What do you have for us? Okay, I want to talk about Kelly Clarkson. She has finalized the terms of her divorce from her ex-husband. I didn't know she was getting divorced. What do you mean? It's been like a huge thing for like the past three years. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Um. Okay, so the singer will have to pay her ex a massive one-time payment of just over 1.3 million as well as monthly child support payments of $45,601. She has to pay him child support? Yeah, cuz she's the one that works and that nigga don't work. This is what happens when you marry people that don't work. But do they have joint custody? Um What's the situation that she has to pay him child support? Let me tell you. Um for their two children and additionally they have agree to join custody of her kids even though they will be living at clarkson's los angeles residence so they're living with, with her with her and she has to pay him child support yeah that's sickening sick um yeah forty five thousand dollars for what i don't know mm. uh, yeah Additional, and he he is going to be living in one of their Montana properties, but they have both been awarded to her, so he will pay rent um, while he is still there with her forty five thousand dollar child support payment, right? Or her one point three million dollar spousal support payment. Oh Lord. Um. And then additionally, what has been changed? The original agreement was that spousal support on a monthly basis would be $150,000 per month. Um, but now that has been changed to one fifteen dollars a month. So he's getting $1.3 million lump sum up front. Bam. Then he's getting $115,000 a month in spousal support until January 31st of 2024. And then he will have... $45,600 in, in child, child support, support as well. And her chi- their children are seven and five. So that's until I'm assuming they're 18. That is sickening. But you know what's crazy? His father used to be married to Reba. And oh. when uh, they got divorced, same thing. Reba had to pay him out mad money in child support. I and cannot. And support. <laughs> so... The apple didn't fall too far from the tree. Isn't that crazy? That's so wild. I don't understand. Yeah. I could never. I just, I'm so hurt for my girl, Kelly. I love her so much. Um, I just think this is going to sound really sexist, but I just feel like spousal support is for women. It's not for men. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of those double standard things that I'm never going to get behind. Like, why do you want my money? It's giving broke. It's giving it's giving lazy. Very broke. It's giving very unmanly. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't, don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Anyway, speaking of working, <laughs> 
You want a hot buddy? <laughs> you want a Maserati? You want a Bugatti? Like it's a work, bitch. That is what Kim Kardashian said this week in a, a cover story interview for She's Variety magazine. For like the past hour, guys. Because it's my favorite song. You want a hot buddy? This is what she said. Advice for women in up and work it seems like nobody wants to work these days i have the best advice for women in and then courtney goes yeah, yeah that's so true <laughs> like, bitch you don't you work. Don't work you don't work i was more upset about courtney saying that than anything kim said i was mad at courtney but people are really mad at kim for saying that explain to me why okay so of course all the social media erupted. And at first, I felt like people were like, yeah, Kim, nobody wants to work. Work, <laughs> You better work, bitch. Like, I felt like the first round of, like, coverage when that dropped, it was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second wave of it was like, no, you're a white woman from privilege. You are not allowed to say this. And so there was a lot of critique of, like, Kim was born into a family that is incredibly beautiful. You know, they have set the beauty standard in society. Um, they come from a family of generational wealth, generational wealth, privilege, grew up in Beverly Hills around famous people with access and money, um, education, anything that anybody could want to be successful. And But that doesn't change the fact that she works 365 days a year for the past i don't know how many years Since 10 years um you know all of these different things and you know people just don't people have a problem when white people of privilege say things like you know you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and and work hard to be successful because so many people work incredibly hard and they are not any better for it. You know, they say that people like poor people are some of the hardest working people. They have to work two, three jobs and they're still barely making it ends meet and they're still on government assistance and things like that. So the output of your work doesn't necessarily match what your level of success in life will be. But I do think it is... my problem with these conversations is like okay but what's the alternative we all have to work so whether you're coming from a place of privilege or a place of extreme poverty and 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 just not from a place of having any sort of leg up in society you're still gonna have to work like rich people do like in a sense, they can make their money work for them in different ways. And the work that they do is very different from what you do when you work at Amazon in a warehouse or you're working in and you're cleaning hotels or someone's home. It's a different kind of work. But to say that it's... It's... Um, not valid for that person who's come from a place of privilege to say that everyone needs to work hard just seems like unnecessarily like self-righteous i just feel like uh, people yes uh, 
the Kardashians are out of touch. Yes, they're privileged. And yes, Kim is in that position and is a business mogul now because she had a massive leg up. But at the end of the day, she did not lie. You need to get to work. Right. And I realized I realized that actually last year when I graduated college mm. and I got an entry-level job. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I'm doing better than a lot of other people that I, I knew in the past that were a little older than me. I'm doing better than I thought. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's so hard when you're young working that minimum wage job to think of yourself in the future. But literally, I graduated college and I entered the middle class. Yeah. So at the end of the day, work. Get your ass to work. I remember when I was in college and I would work Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And my mom would be like, you're never home. And I would be like what do you want me to say i'm working right yeah i just don't think it it does nothing to critique people and to feel like you're on some sort of like morally superior high ground than someone who is coming from a place of privilege and maybe a little a little bit of like out of touchness mm -hmm. with people in re with other people in other life circumstances from their own but i just think that at the end of the day whether you're getting up and working at mcdonald's or you're getting up and running your own company as a ceo you still have to put in an incredible amount of work every single day day in day out year after year after year to build mm -hmm. anything yeah. that you are proud of and the level of what one person defines as successful doesn't mean that as that is successful for everyone if you are comfortable in the, in the life that you are living your bills are paid you are healthy you have great relationships you are mentally stable and well and you are financially solid then you are successful and i don't think it does anyone any good to compare that to the success that Kim Kardashian has. You're, mm -hmm. We're not all going to be CEOs of major clothing brands that yeah. are being sold in Nordstrom. That's not everyone's path, and that's not the level of success that is healthy to compare yourself mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Like, like you know? Mm -hmm. But you have to know what you want for your life, and you have to work at it. Yeah, there's not... It doesn't matter if you, if you want to live off the land and not work... <laughs> then you're not going to have anything except the land that you live off of. Exactly. You will have nothing for the life that you're working on on a day-to-day -day basis if you're not acquiring anything. Mm -hmm. So if that is what you want to do, then be okay with that. Mm -hmm. But if you want to have built a life that is not only just successful to you, but successful to other people to look at, then you have to build, like, there has to be something that is built mm-hmm exactly yeah i i don't think there was anything wrong with what she said Me either she says the hard work that you put in you're gonna get the effort out of it and honestly i i truly and fully believe that if you're working every single day not working harder but working smarter towards a goal and you meet one goal and you meet the next goal and you keep working at it you're gonna see the results and Even I, if it's not going to college, like, uh, there are so many other paths. You, But if you work, you will see something. And I do think there is something to say about um, systematic oppression when we have these conversations, um, especially about people that are um, 
famous or Mm -hmm. or like influential and seen um i do think it is harder for people of color i do think it is harder for women i do think it is harder for immigrants there are there are definitely factors that are stacked against people within those categories but regardless of those circumstances that are stacked against you um that's not an excuse or reasoning to not do anything. That's not a reason to opt out mm-hmm. of putting your best foot forward and for trying to make your life as best as it can be. Just because the chips may be stacked against you does not mean that you cannot make the chips that mm-hmm. are in your hand work for you in the best favor possible. Yeah, I don't think that's a reason to opt out or to criticize the next person Mm -hmm, yeah and and it's gonna take you much longer and it's gonna take you a couple false starts and it's gonna be very very difficult but at the end of the day if uh, that is what you want you want to be successful you're gonna do it regardless of what is going on i was having this conversation at work a couple weeks ago and we were talking about relationships but i feel like it it applies in everything in life people don't like um to hear that they can't have what other people have or mm. they don't people don't like to know that somebody else has the ability to do something that they don't have the ability to do mm-hmm. and i think that's what privilege is it's like different allowances within society based on factors that are outside of your control and so when you feel like you have been cut off from those allowances you feel gypped and cheated but I think in life, like, we also have to really realize that not everything is for everyone. Yeah. Like, the conversation that I was having was about relationships. And my coworker asked me, he was like, do you think that there is, that everybody on this earth has somebody for them? Like, a romantic partner or soulmate? And I said, yes, I actually do. And he's like, do you think that everyone ends up with them? I'm like, no. And it's the same way I think about being rich or having success. Like, I don't think because money is endless and and it's here for everyone on this earth that we'll all have access to it or we'll all be able to achieve in having it mm-hmm. or we'll all be able to obtain it. Um, I do think that not everything is for everyone. Is that unfair? Of course, but there is nothing in life that is fair. Fairness, mm-hmm. the idea of fairness doesn't actually exist in re- within reality. And I think that gets so lost in these conversations because people are like, well, that's not right. And it's like, no, it's not. But guess what? It's reality. Mm -hmm. And what are you going to do about it? What's the alternative? Do you want to be successful or not? What's the alternative to working your ass off? Not even just successful. It's like, are you going to continue to participate in the life that you're building for yourself? And if that's a yes, then just shut your fucking ass up and work. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, it's just that Mm -hmm. simple. It doesn't, and when I say success, I don't mean Kim Kardashian success. I mean better than where you're at at the moment. Yeah. Like Not I, everyone's going to be a millionaire. Like, I love um, HRH Collection, um, Alex. Um, and she's probably you've seen her on some sort of social media platform, like, yelling at. The- oh, her. She's the rant queen. And she always says, just shut up and work. And it's just so true. Like, there's just nothing else to do like whether you think it's fair whether you think you you're behind ahead whatever like shut up you're way too worried about other people yeah yeah that's that's my biggest thing stop worrying about other people you want that go work 
Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's like what Jimmy Iovine said in that um, documentary about him and, and Dr. Dre. He was like, you got to be like a racehorse with your blinders on, with your head down, looking at the finish line, just mm-hmm. going and going and going and going and going. And that's life. Like, you're just going to the next thing and to the next thing and you're solving that problem. You're getting over that hurdle and you're you're redoing that mistake and you're just building and learning and stepping in year after year, day after day, like until you get to the end of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's just all it is. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. No, I completely agree. Yeah. But what else do we have? <laughs> that was a little rant. <laughs> that was a little rant. Get your ass to work. Yeah. I... You want a hot body? <laughs> you want a Maserati? <laughs> um, and then Jesse Smollett was sentenced to jail. Um, jail. The ghetto. This is the end of the road for him. He was sentenced yesterday. He His order to pay $120 in restitution to the city of Chicago and was fined $25,000. And he's also sentenced to 30 months of felony probation. And he will be serving 150 days in jail. So half a year. Mm -hmm. A little bit under a half a year. Um, And then he's got 30 months of probation. Um, And then he went on this rant in the courtroom. He was like, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I don't agree with this. I respect your decision. But I am not suicidal. Like, he thinks that someone's going to kill him in jail. And it's like, sir, you are not Jeffrey Epstein. Like, what type of conspiracy? I'm very confused. Like, what do you know that nobody else knows? <laughs> like, I I'm, I was like, I'm sorry to this man. But, like, what does he think is going to happen to him in yeah. jail? Like, he was like, uh, I'm innocent. I did not do this. And I'm not suicidal. If I end up dead in jail, I am not suicidal. Like, who? after you i'm so confused (laughs) like i feel like he thinks that he has like broken something wide open like the truth of the system (laughs) and it's like now they're out to get him and it's like no (laughs) i'm just very confused as to what i think the city of chicago really wanted to make an example out of him but i don't think they're gonna kill him in jail for it no absolutely not and i just like why is he innocent what was his excuse what was he like what was his His, argument his whole thing is that this is was a real attack like he was real he was it was a hate crime and then the evidence against him is like of him messaging the people right yeah like, of him like setting the whole thing up <laughs> this is so weird it's this is just so weird this is me. one of those things that i'll never understand like no. it was it a glitch in simulation who knows i think so like this made it it still doesn't quite make sense to me yeah like he was on top he was about to like have a great music career great acting career and then this like the judge said to him you turned your life upside down you destroyed your life as you know it there's nothing i can do today that will come close to the damage you've done to your own life i don't know and if he did do it why this is just so unnecessary yeah i don't get it Mm, yeah um and then the last thing i want to talk about is ryan coogler the director of the Black Panther movies. Um, He was momentarily apprehended at a Bank of America bank. He went in to withdraw money 
and he wrote on the um, <laughs> okay on the this is slip. this is the key because i didn't know why they like found him suspicious so he came in obviously he's in the mask and he was in like dark sunglasses in what mask you know like the mask of like, like a face mask yeah a face mask like a normal covid mask yeah like a covid mask okay and he had on sunglasses he had on sunglasses and i think a hoodie as well mm. and he handed the teller a pay uh one of the the slips but it didn't have his account number on it, it like it didn't have his name <laughs> it just said i'd like to withdraw twelve thousand dollars cash from my checking account please do the money count somewhere else i'd like to be discreet and so the woman was like, are you trying to rob the bank? <laughs> Literally set off the silent alarm, got the manager, and then they police arrived. And when police arrived, they had guns drawn and they momentarily they had him handcuffed for a while until they could like straighten out what was happening. Mm. And when I saw like the cl- the vid- the clip of him like handing the the paper to the woman, it was very strange. Like <laughs> like it was just very weird behavior. So Why didn't he have his name or his account number on there? What did he expect her to do? That's what I'm saying. Withdraw from where? <laughs> <laughs> and like you're trying to withdraw um twelve thousand dollars like people the woman does not have twelve thousand dollars in her in the drawer look at the picture of him this <laughs> is weird uh, in the drawer at the bank like ten over a ten thousand dollar transaction you you always need bank t- bank manager approval and it, it's a couple things so i can understand if he's like okay be discreet about it but like <laughs> he, he, this picture is just like what is this it's very strange Do where I, was the account number the name i want to be discreet the fuck do you mean <laughs> i don't know um so of course i can understand why he was upset i don't think i don't know if they should have called the cops i don't know if they should have called the cops they should have asked him some more questions yeah like let's get to the bottom of this yeah come into my office or like like or how about are you a bank of america customer right he didn't have a weapon on him he wasn't trying to hold up the bank so it's like this could have very easily been resolved in a couple of questions can i get your atm card something right what is your account like she could have asked so many things but instead she was just like he's robbing the bank right so they were both i just think they were both kind of weird and wrong in this situation (laughs) and it's just very strange um she said that he just looked quite suspicious in the interaction Hmm. but the teller I don't know. I just feel like people are so on edge right now because everything is so crazy. And we've seen so many videos on social media of just shit popping off when it shouldn't. And I can Mm -hmm. understand if she was jumpy. It's like you see this man come in and he's acting all (laughs) suspicious. You're like, I want no parts of this. Like, I want to go in the back and wait for the cops to show up and and let them sort it out. And I think she's pregnant. Mm. So I can understand how she can just be a little overly nervous and want to be overly cautious. Wait, Um, the lady was black? Yes. (laughs) I thought it was a white woman. It, It sounds like a white woman would do this. But no, she was black. This was just a mess. She looks pregnant in this photo. And I don't know. I just think people are very shifty. And 
you just can never be too careful. So I understand, sis. This is like, I, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. I don't get it. That's so crazy. Very unfortunate that he had this, because that is a traumatic interaction. Oh, yeah, for Cops sure. Cops coming in, your guns drawn, a handcuff, like. I feel really bad for him. Terrible situation for the man. Mm-hmm. But he, <laughs> he, needs to, right. he needs to move different. <laughs> and is he really that famous? That he needs to do all of that? Right. Like, no one... I want to be discreet. <laughs> You're not Brad Pitt. If you want to be discreet, like, send your assistant. Right? I'm so confused. Let your man... Like, don't... Doesn't he have, like, an accountant? Can't they... Like, what is... What did he need the 12000 cash for? I have so many questions. That's, I thought the same thing. I was like, what does he need $12,000 cash for discreetly? Discreetly. That he himself is going to the bank to do it. A hooker. Right? Yeah. Like, I thought people of, like, that level of wealth don't do things like that anymore. He went to Bank of America. Bank <laughs> of America. Like, like I do. Yeah, something's not adding up here. Did you ever see that clip of Ellen and Oprah being like, I haven't been to a bank in 30 years. Yes. Like, this needs to be that man. Like, he needs to move like that. I just feel like he's not famous enough to be acting like that, though. Like, why do you need to be discreet? If it's for a hooker and you're cheating on your wife, nobody at the bank knows you. (laughs) We don't know that for a fact. This is allegedly. <laughs> alleged, alleged, alleged. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's how rumors start. Oh, okay, you're right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> very strange. All in all. I thought it was like a racism situation. You would think. Apparently the 911 call came out, but I didn't listen to it. I just the apparently the 911 operator was like, is he armed? And the woman was like, not that i can see like no and she was like okay so then what's the problem and she's like i don't know he's just very suspicious he's just very strange you know um my boyfriend encountered somebody who robbed a bank the other day what do you mean <laughs> so funny story my boyfriend works at a, a park here in miami it's like a beach and a few weeks ago they found man living on like the property mm-hmm. and he had like a whole like deck tent set up living off the land that's the theme of today's episode <laughs> living off the land he was um you know just there and you can't do that in that park it was yeah. considered trespassing uh-huh. and uh, they had to let him know like hey you have to leave yeah and he was like i've been here for two years what do you mean i have to leave <laughs> And they were like, sir, you can't live here. I'm sorry. He had a whole setup, Adriana. And then a couple weeks go by and my boyfriend is watching the news. And he sees that there's a man that robbed a bank and it's the man that they kicked out of the park. Wait, what? Yes, he robbed a bank. Successfully or he got caught? Successfully, he robbed the bank, but like they caught him and he had a very distinct tattoo on his arm. And that's how my boyfriend knew him. He was like, that's the guy. Like, that's the arm tattoo. And then he was like, oh my God. He told the other bosses like, you guys, this guy that robbed the bank, like he was living here. (laughs) And then 
then the people were like oh my god like you know he didn't even fully leave right like he's been spotted at the park <laughs> since the bank robbery he's been like hiding out in like new places well, living off the land and then like my boyfriend he- had to call the fbi because it was like that's a part of his job like they can't have a fugitive in the park and like the fbi was there like looking for the the robber stop <laughs> yes <laughs> i've never heard of somebody like successfully robbing a bank but you know what they say six degrees of separation <laughs> wow i just i feel like today do people ever successfully rob a bank this guy did it but he's got some skills <laughs> He is Saluthi. He yeah. is has been living essentially off the land for two years. Maybe he, even more. Like he had a whole setup. Problem is really out of control. Like yeah, yeah, it is. That's so sad. I know, but like at the end of the day, there are places where you can like set up a campsite like that. Are there? I feel like there are. I feel like someone needs to open, like, some sort of, like, park, tent, grounds. Yeah. Something. Because just having the homeless homeless people, like, everywhere is, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just unfortunate. And he didn't rob a bank, like, in that area. He robbed a bank somewhere else. So my thinking is, if you transported yourself there some way, somehow, you can transport yourself somewhere else where you're not trespassing to, like, live off the land as you wish. Yeah, but there's no, like, land to live off of in Miami. That's my thing. Like, everything is public property. I feel like there's somewhere. we're We're not a city with, like, woods. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's somewhere. There's like the Everglades, but no one's gonna go live in the swamp. No, not there. Right. So it's like, where do people, you know? Maybe he was gonna get himself a little spot with the bank robbing money in a area that is like not, like wouldn't kick him out. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. On one hand, I feel bad for the man because, like, he was living there and then they kicked him out and he had to go rob a bank. But on the other hand, it's like, what the hell have you been doing? (laughs) And how? (laughs) Yeah, I want the full story. Yeah. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? That is so So people be robbing banks, like, for real. (laughs) That's wild. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in <laughs> for another episode of the TV and Team Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you are listening. You know all the places. Wherever you are listening to us, please leave us a five-star review. Tell us something nice. Only if it's nice. And if you're listen- if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to subscribe and to give this video a thumbs up. And we will be back next Saturday with another episode to serve up the tea on the latest TV and pop culture news. Bye, guys. Bye.